tensions over Ukraine. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe is at the White House. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the U.S. is prepared to defend Ukraine's sovereignty. Kyiv is ramping up its military defenses as a new U.S. intelligence report shows tens of thousands of Russian troops amassing at the border with Ukraine. U.S. officials like Secretary Austin now warning this could be preparation for an actual attack into the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine. Former NSA contractor Reality Winner has given her first post-prison interview to CBS's 60 Minutes. She claims she leaked classified documents on Russian interference in the 2016 election for love of country. I've had four years of just trying to say I'm not a terrorist. The U.S. Embassy in Tokyo has issued a warning about suspected racial profiling non-Japanese citizens by police. The U.S. Embassy in Tokyo warned Americans in Japan to carry proof of their immigration status after what it said were incidents of racial profiling by police of non-Japanese. In fact, all foreigners in Japan have to carry ID at all times and random stops by police are not unusual. The embassy tweeted the warning and declined to provide further details of the incidents. Gavin Blair for CBS News in Tokyo. Officials in Carson, California have gotten to the bottom of the wretched stench that's had locals holding their noses for months now. An investigation by a local pollution agency has traced it to a fire at a warehouse filled with hand wipes, sanitizer and beauty products. They say it released chemicals that passed into the sewage system and eventually seeped into a waterway that controls flooding in L.A. County. So far, there's no word on possible penalties. S&P futures are up 17. This is CBS News. The leading sign of COVID is a fever, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Try the Exergen Temporal Scanner and learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. I'm Carla Hall. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best, Eggland's best? The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Celebrate the holidays at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Discover covetable gifts for everyone on your list. From luxe sweaters, occasion-ready dresses, statement outerwear, and more from $14.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen? And save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. Kids have gotten dangerously dependent on their screens. More than 75% of kids and teenagers play video games, and a survey finds most played even more during the pandemic. Experts fear it could lead to video addiction. We use many AA materials. We just substitute gaming. It doesn't matter what the drug is. Liz Woolley founded Online Game Anonymous, while Professor Zach Hansen specializes in addiction. Are they withdrawing from relationships? Are they withdrawing from activities? Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. A restaurant in San Francisco is apologizing after asking three uniformed police officers to leave because their guns were making some staffers uncomfortable. Hilda and Jesse posted to Instagram explaining they're grateful for the work the police department does and welcome officers, but only when they're off duty, out of uniform and without their weapons. Since the incident, the eatery's online ratings have plunged. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, and only the exergen temporal scanner thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Dell Technologies end of year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business. Don't forget to shop servers, storage, and top brand electronics with savings up to 45% and all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor to help you find the right tech for your business needs at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Happy Holidays, Athens. TJ here from Pizza Cottage, and we're just the gift that keeps on giving. This holiday season, bring your family in for some pizzas, subs, wings, pastas, you name it. Or better yet, book our party room for your holiday gathering. Need a stocking stuffer or extra gift? Stop in and purchase a gift card for your special someone. So come visit me and the rest of our crew at 951 East State Street, or check out our menu at pizza-cottage.com. Medicare Open Enrollment is here. Now through December 7th, free help is available for older adults and people with disabilities. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can connect you with a certified Medicare counselor to find the plan that's best for you and check your eligibility for additional Medicare savings programs. Visit BuckeyeHills.org backslash Medicare or call Ohio's Medicare hotline at 1-800-686-1578. That's 1-800-686-1578. This resource was supported in part by a grant from the U.S. Administration for Community Living. Snowmen, snowmen, snowmen. Here at A Work of Heart, we have the best variety and selection of snowmen, gnomes, and wildlife in all of Ohio and West Virginia. Winter decor is what you are looking for. Signs of all shapes and sizes most made in the United States. Porch sitters, flags, rugs, and decorative seasonal rug inserts. Memorial decor to help you fondly remember that special loved one. Laser engraved product with names and dates you design yourself. Dog and cat decor. Ohio State and West Virginia signs and decorations. Many can be personalized. We have puzzled, farm decor, wedding, anniversary, fragrant candles, battery candles, greeting cards, and 20% off our boxed Christmas cards. Our wildlife department is a sight to behold. Come see us today at A Work of Heart Grand Central Mall. Find us on Facebook or shop online at aworkofheart.biz. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. Difficulties with everyday tasks, words and numbers, confusion in familiar environments, memory loss, and changes in behavior. These are all signs of dementia. Athens County Cares wants to create a dementia-inclusive Athens County and empower adults living with cognitive decline through a holistic program which safeguards their dignity and independence while improving their and their caregivers' quality of life. 
pick up the phone and call 740-594-3535 or visit AthensCountyCares.org to learn more. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 606 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Talking with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach, athletic director here at Inept Tech. And Coach, we recently discussed your conference. I know the season is getting ready to get underway this week. And let's talk about your schedule. What type of schedule do you have for us this year? Well, we do have a fine schedule lined up. We're going to be playing a bunch of fine opponents going to be playing a bunch of fine ball games this year and all the fans can look forward to some fine conference ball games those are folks that we're going to be playing what's in the conference and every ball game we play in the conference counts toward the conference championship and i am predicting that we are going to be in the thick of the fight for the conference championship this year and of course all the ball games that we play that's non-conference games those are folks that aren't in the conference and they're going to be just as exciting and fine a ball games for the fans to watch well, let's run down that schedule uh, for our fans, Coach. What do we got coming up? We're going to open up this week against South Oklahoma State uh, SOS. You know, their program, I understand, needs quite a bit of help. And uh, we purposely put them at the uh, first of our schedule because we figured we was going to soft soap them and this was going to be an easy victory for us. And then we follow up by Indiana Orthopedic University, IOU, you know, they owe us a victory. They, they stomp us pretty good and, and uh, broke us up quite a bit last year, so they owe us a victory. So we figure that going into the first home ball game of the season that we're going to be 2-0. and zero. And we'll look at the rest of the inept schedule with Coach Art Turf in just a moment. And the Art Turf Show on this Monday morning proudly brought to you by Cinnamon. 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 Let me in. Sha-la-la-la-la-la. Remember that song, Cinnamon? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll play it sometime. We're discussing the inept tech schedule for this season with Coach Art Turf. And, Coach, you've gotten us through the first couple of ball games on the schedule. What do you have on farther down the line? Well, we opening up on the road with two road ball games and come back the third week with the home opener and the first conference ball game of the year against Cinema State. And, you know, we're not going to have any trouble at all beating them folks because uh, there ain't no shortage of game films whenever we play them. So we're going to be well prepared when we go into our home opener against Cinema State. And then we come back with another home ball game the next week against Rock Slide Vermont Polytechnic. And, boy, howdy, that's really a mouthful. So we just try and kind of shorten that to RSVP. And we're figuring that they could be the answer to our struggling program. And it looks like we're going to come up with our fourth consecutive straight victory in a row open up the season four and zero before we take on another road game the following week we're going to be playing seashore state and there's not a whole lot we know about these folks right now that seems like they're kind of a fishy opponent but uh, we're looking forward to playing them boys and then coming back on for another conference ball game at home double dakota tech and boy they're always tough and uh, we're looking forward to playing them because uh, ddt is still working the bugs out of their program Sounds like a very tough schedule in front of you. How are you going to close out now? 
Well, we're going to close with the last four ball games on the schedule, but you know we're going to be playing them ball games same way we play all the rest of our ball games, and that is one ball game at a time. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH My, oh, my, what a beautiful morning it is outside. Look at that sunshine and all the green grass. and uh, It's just stunning out there. Oh, wait a minute. I got my blinds closed. Uh-oh. It's the party line. It's a Monday. Getting closer to that big holiday. What some might say the most uh, famous holiday of the year. Christmas. Yeah, boy. Anyway, today is December 6th. That's right, December 6th. Scott's here. You've heard him all morning. I'm here too. I wasn't here all morning, um, but got here about an hour ago. Yeah, good morning again, too. Good, mo- good morning. And you know, with uh, not to jump ahead, but with this being December 6th, you know, tomorrow, December 7th, the 80th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor bombing. Right, right. And uh, 80 years. Of course, um, as most of you know, if you've listened to my show for any length of time, um, my military career was spent uh, about a mile and a half from Pearl Harbor up the mountain in a place called Iaea. And um, it was the Commander-in-Chief Pacific headquarters and um, so of course this this was a, a um, you know t- tomorrow was tomorrow there will be many different um, events in Pearl Harbor uh, commemorating looking back all of that sort of thing as there should be yeah, and I think the local veterans organization will be doing their ceremonial wreath right. uh, dropping on the West Union Street Bridge uh, tomorrow morning at some time. not sure what time it is, maybe around 10, some sometime around there, but uh, maybe when the first attack started at the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, speaking of Hawaii, they're having some real – weather issues there this this uh, last couple of days they've got blizzard warnings oh oh i know what you're talking about now yes yeah they've had an unusual 
um, snow spell, uh, particularly on the Big Island, where it's so uh, where they have um, some real elevation and so on. Um, yeah, I think it's around thirteen thousand feet yeah. where they're having blizzards. And suddenly, I can't think of the name of those mountains, but. Um, Lots of snowfall there. Right. And when you think of Hawaii, typically you don't think of blizzards there. But uh, no. they do have some very high elevated areas it's there. It's a very rare event. Yeah, and we've got another weather uh, thing we can talk about, unless you want to get to the phones there first. Well, I did grab a caller okay, just a moment. Okay, let's do that. Though. Let's bring them on okay. board. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Have you heard of Starlink? S-T-A-R-L-I-N-K. Um, do that again. I'm not sure I understand. Uh, Starlink. It's a new uh, Elon Musk is putting together a satellite network to provide reliable and fast Internet to the essentially the entire world. Huh. Well, um, no, we're not engaged in that yet. Well, we're... Uh, for those people who are sick of uh, promises that aren't kept and poor uh, internet service and stuff like that, this is supposed to be the answer. Okay. He's putting up a, a, a net of low orbit satellites which move fast. He's going to have 20,000 of them in orbit. So far, he's got over 1,000. He's putting in orbit. 50 satellites at a time in a re- with a returnable rocket. Hmm. It takes the satellites up, disperses, and then it comes back and lands, and they load more on it like a truck. The uh, He's taken reservations. I guess he's got 90,000 customers right now, which actually is a, a they call it beta customers, and, and they're using it. And that's that that tests it, you know, it's to make sure it works. Uh, it's a hundred bucks to reserve uh, a spot. Yeah. It ends up another four hundred dollars when they send you the equipment, and it's a hundred dollars a month. And it is unlimited data and uh, guaranteed super high speed. Well, are are you on Pretty the reservation cool. list? Yes. Yeah, and and why? Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm not unhappy with my internet service. Now I've heard people that are, but well, uh, we you, seem to you be... live in this you live in the city. Ah. You get outside of the city a little bit, like you start toward Amesville, you don't have any service, and uh, where I am. I live up on top of the hill. Yeah. Still, the phone service stinks. You know, half the time it's off, so then I have to use you internet just, to make just phone just the calls. regular telephone? Your regular yeah. dial-up telephone? Okay. Huh. No, no, there's no the dial-up telephone. I gave that up a long time ago because, you know, I get 50 calls a day. Somebody wants trying to sell me uh, oh, yeah. okay. something weird. So you're, you're so, at this point um, sell-only. Cellular. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're and, saying and that that's actual actual that LTE connection is only works about half the time, 
So then I, I, I hooked to uh, the Internet to make Internet phone calls. Yes. And that, that comes and goes all the time, too. Huh. When I, when I bought that, that service was promised to be really good. And as time has gone on, it has deteriorated to the point where it's unreliable also. So you're saying we're lucky to be talking together right now. That's correct. This could <laughs> this could end at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I wasn't familiar with this uh, Eli Musk project. It sounds like something he would do. Uh, he's uh, always kind of out there in front, isn't he? Yes. And uh, that's kind of interesting. So 20,000, 20, and he's got about 1,000 up now. Is this right. a worldwide thing or a nationwide thing? It, it's worldwide because these these low orbit satellites they're not like the geo uh, stationary ones that that they put up and then that just talks to a, a satellite dish on the ground and you have to have it pointed right these are these are low orbit things so they move really fast and this this whole web circulates around the globe and is promised to cover everything. But geostationary, they aren't stationary. They're just rotating at the same speed as the Earth. Yes. And so they become, in effect, stationary relative to this, their service area, right? Yeah, if you, if you go out on your porch and look up at one, he's in the same spot in the sky all the time, Yeah, yeah. as far as you're concerned. Yeah. All right. Because I would no, think if that, they weren't geostationary, that would yield to more trouble. But Yeah, uh, I guess they call it geosynchronous. Okay, there you go. There you go. I've heard yeah. that term. Well, so uh, you've got your reservation in, eh? Right. And uh, I. they're kind of promising to have full service here by midsummer. Really? But the more people that sign up, the more likely we are to get it sooner. Speed it along, eh? Right. Okay. And it, if it, once in place, it should take place of all the other communications we pay for. You should be able to do without um, regular cable TV, all that stuff. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yet, all the stuff uh, that we're even, though the, even though the price you mentioned was, you know, uh, a little bit high... Uh, when you consider that it will be replacing all these different things, it's going to be mm -hmm. maybe a bargain, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll have so, to look into that. Yeah. Great. Keep us surprised. Good talking to you. Okay. Thank you. Sure thing. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Um, I think. I, yeah. I think I recognize the voice. Yeah, I did too. One um, of my longtime friends. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at some things now that says the upfront cost will be anywhere from five to six hundred dollars for equipment and setup, and a subscription cost of uh, anywhere from one hundred to one hundred and twenty dollars per month. And the term they're using for describing it? Uh, they call it Starlink Internet. Starlink. Starlink. Yeah. yeah. S T A R L I N K. Uh, again, as our caller said, satellites to create an entire grid in the lower Earth orbit. Uh, the Internet speed they're claiming is around 
uh, one gigabyte per second. Not bad, but it's still 10 times faster than 4G LTE, which is 100 Mbps, but very less compared to 5G. So it's better than 4G, but less than 5G from what I'm looking at here. Okay. And uh, according to uh, the caller, they're saying uh, sometime in late 2021 or early uh, 2022. Now I'm looking at another one uh, from SatelliteInternet.com that has a very different timetable on it. Uh, they're saying late 2022 to early 2023 to expand service and it says they will receive a note you can receive a notification once the starlink is uh, ready to go all righty well always changes right uh yes there are and uh, time e marches on each one's supposed to be better than what we had before yes ain't that life all it right, now, <clears throat> let's see here. Today is Monday. Yeah, we were going to do the rain in Hawaii. Uh, I, I also, uh, uh, with that weather report of um, the blizzard in Hawaii, the Big Island also, obviously at lower elevations, is, is expected to receive uh, up to two feet of rain. Two feet. Two feet of the, on the Big Island in Holy the cow. lower elevated areas so well, let me sp tell you folks i spent a lot of time on the big island but there's no place in the world that can deal with two feet of rain in any short period of time yeah the, obviously they're expecting flooding uh their flash what a flood, mess. yeah flash flood warnings are are already uh posted so maui and malachi they are both under flash flood warnings that'll be turned Heaviest rainfalls expected, uh, well, late yesterday and, and today. Well, let's see here. Um, let's see if we can do some of our normal stuff here. Today is December 6th. I guess we've said that a couple times. Now, when, you know, the National Day calendar, I, I really don't understand. It says today is St. Nicholas Day. Why wouldn't St. Nicholas Day be on the 25th? Well, that's because it's Christmas Day. That is the birth of Christ. Well, why is today, was this the birthday of St. Nicholas? Um, that I don't know. Okay. Uh, let me see here. It's also called the Feast of St. Nicholas, observed in uh, Western Christian countries. Uh, using the old church calendar, it is the feast day of St. Nicholas of Myra. It falls within the season of Advent. Well, that part I get. Yeah. Okay, let's go on. St. Nicholas Day. It's National Microwave Oven Day. Now, that's a stretch. <laughs> um, remember years like, ago. Like, why do we need such a thing? I don't know. But I mean, we do at home, but. Years ago when we didn't have them. Yeah. You know, and, and wonder if people could get along with those today, like. Yes. You know, here's here's the old back in the day story. Could we get along with these all of these, all of these um gadgets, crock pots, microwave <laughs> ovens, um uh, air fryers, they're all nice. Yeah. And they all can add an additional flavor if you will. 
but do we need them? They're convenient. But we used to make those things without it, right? Yes, okay. we did. Anyway, uh, National Gis- Gazpacho Day, G-A-Z-P-A-C-H-O. Isn't that a food? Yes, it is a, a, a soup that is served cold, actually. Oh, that wouldn't yeah, it's appeal typi- to me too much. Yeah, it's uh, typically tomato-based, vegetable soup. And uh, it's also made with stale bread. Stale bread. Yeah. Mustn't be fresh. Right. Okay. It's National Miners Day. And like the, and coal the, miners. Yeah. Well, I assume. Well, there's M-I-N-O-R-S. No, know. no, no, no. I it, know. I know. It's E-R. But if people are listening. But you could be uh, mining for diamonds. Correct. Yeah. If they were listening. But and, not. Didn't Kids, know the distinction. Right. Yes. Last one to mention: National Pawnbrokers Day. Amazing. Okay, let's see here on this day in history. Let's go back to the year 1240, when Mongols under Batu Khan occupy and destroy Kiev. Out of 50,000 people in the city, only 2,000 survive. Holy cow. That would have been a bloody, bloody mess. Mm. Yep. So let's see here. One twenty-fifth of the population survived. No, no, no. Two twenty-fifths. Never mind. Me and my fractions. Not many. Yeah. Okay, the next uh, item in history, 1865, the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution is ratified, abolishing slavery. 1921, the Anglo-Irish Treaty signed, Iceland receives domination status, partition creates Northern Ireland. 1998, Hugo Chavez is elected president of Venezuela. And the last point of this nature, in 2006, NASA reveals photographs taken by Mars Global Surveyor suggesting the presence of liquid water on the planet Mars. Okay. So we've got some, um, oh, I, um, I just see a photograph here which reminded me of something. Uh, folks, I'm old enough that I have a Medicare card, right? Uh, you have Part A, which is hospital, Part B, which is medical. And by December 5th, which was, what, yesterday or today? I forgot. Yesterday. Was, yeah. There was some sort of deadline by which you had to make some decisions relative to your Medicare coverage. I tackled it last Wednesday or Thursday. It resulted in my having a two-hour phone call 
with a very nice lady who I think was living in St. Louis, and she was one of these advisors on this topic. Maybe you had a similar experience. I think my wife's phone call was even a bit longer than mine, and it was held maybe Saturday. But by December 5th, you had to make some decisions. We got ours done, and we believe our coverage is the best it can be of what's available out there, right? So I just saw this picture of a Medicare card, and it reminded me to mention this. If you've not done that, I assume you'll remain at the same level you've been. But I can't help but think there's some way for you to, even late, uh, talk to them and see if there's any way that... um, Maybe you can make some adjustments. Anyway, even though you've missed the so-called deadline. Yeah, typically that's how it works, though, if you don't do it by the deadline. Tough luck, huh? Yep, you keep the same plan that you had as you do now. All right, uh, famous birthdays. Agnes Moorhead. Oh. Actress. Yeah, she was the... uh, mother on be grandmother on bewitched that's right and um she lived from 1900 to 1974 she had a career that spanned four decades her credits include work in radio stage film and television moorhead was the recipient of such accolades as a primetime emmy award and two golden globe awards in addition to nominations for four Academy Awards. Not bad. Pretty good and pretty impressive. Okay, the, we've got four names as his customary for birthdays. The next one is named Joyce Kilmer. Now, Joyce we normally think is a feminine name. Uh, this is not the case here. Uh, Joyce Kilmer. He lived uh, from 1886 to 1918. Alfred Joyce Kilmer was an American writer and poet, mainly remembered for a short poem titled Trees, which was published in the collection Trees and Other Poems in 1914. Hmm. Okay, um, the next is another male, Gene Eugene Robert Howden. And that um, Robert Howden is hyphenated, H-O-U-D-I-N. Lived from 1805 to 1871. Oh. Houdini. Oh. Is this the guy? This is the guy. He was a French watchmaker, magician... And illusionist. Yeah. Widely regarded as the father of modern magicians. Houdini. Houdini. Jean Eugene. Robert Houdin. 
modern style of conjuring, as they of what conjuring, as they say. Okay, now the last person listed is still alive. In fact, uh, she's celebrating her twenty-fifth birthday today. Um, and, and by the way, all of these would have been a birthday today. I forgot to mention that. But this is Stephanie Scott. She looks very nice. But she's 25 years old today. Stephanie Scott. With an F. Stephanie. Oh, we have it. Oh, yeah. That must be a stage name then. Uh, She's an American actress and singer. She is known for her roles as Quinn Brenner in the film Insidious Chapter 3, Dana Tressler, in the film Flipped, for which she won a 2011 Young Artist Award, and Lexi Reed on Disney Channel's A&T Farm. Ant Farm. Two famous deaths to mention. First of all, that of Jefferson Davis. He uh, was born in 1808, died in 1889 on this date. Jefferson Davis. Yeah, he was uh, an American politician who served as president of the Confederate States from 1861 to 1865 as a member of the Democratic Party. He represented Mississippi in the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives before the American Civil War. The other person is um, uh, not uh, American-based. It's it's Tunku Abdul. Rahman, R-A-H-M-A-N. He was born in 1903, but died on this date in 1990. He was a Malaysian statesman and lawyer who served as the first prime minister of Malaysia and the head of government of its predecessor states from 1955 to 1970. Now, um, the only other thing I have to add on this particular report is that uh, December 6th, um, they just say St. Nicholas, the man behind Santa Claus. St. Nicholas died on this day, but happily the tradition associated with him of giving gifts to others, especially children, has survived centuries. I guess I never really knew that story yeah we i think we as a society kind of refer if we don't know that part of history kind of associate the character of santa well no he's not a character he's real of santa claus as jolly old saint nick mm-hmm. and you know back to uh the houdini thing okay okay houdini's first name was harry houdini right well, yes, that's yeah. what I've always so heard. So I, th- I think this, this uh, famous person uh, that we spoke of uh, was an inspiration to Harry Houdini. So it was not the same person. I don't know. So the, it, according to this, that's what happened. Okay. It, he uh, came out of retirement for a command performance in October of 1856 which inspired Harry Houdini. All righty. Well, um, let me just uh, break from what we normally do here for a moment. 
This is a time of year when there's a lot of special parties. Um, basically Christmas parties. I was responsible for one last Thursday. I have another one tonight. And then I... That part of the season is done for me, and I get to concentrate on my own family. But it is such a pleasant time. It's, it's kind of a responsibility, but it's a pleasant one. To create a special evening at uh, one of our nice restaurants or country club or whatever it might be, Um, with special entertainment and special food and special friendship. It's, uh, I've been doing it for years. I love it. And uh, I've got my final event of the season tonight, except for my own family stuff, which I really look forward to. All right. Yeah, you know, along with that, uh, if we can mention again to please remember uh, the Athens County Children's Services. I've been mentioning that we've, on the morning shows. We did our thing yesterday. We went out and shopped for three specific children. Now, there's all sorts of different ways of doing it, but Pat went to a, a gift tree somewhere. I think it's in the mall. And pulled off three different tags, three different ages. I think two boys and one girl. And um, we went shopping for them. Great. And then you go back and uh, there's a, a box that collects these things. You put the name tag on it, on the box after you've wrapped it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is a good feeling. Oh, my, yes. And it means so much to uh, the receivers. Yes, absolutely. But uh, let's let's remember those young people here in our area. As you've heard me probably say, you know, they don't grow up in a traditional household with parents, uh, siblings, like many of us did. And uh, they didn't end up in children's services by their own choice. Right. They didn't choose to go there. And there are infants there. There are preteens, teenagers. And if we can, uh, please keep them in mind. And uh, think about the provisions that we have, the resource uh, resources that we've been blessed with. And can we share some of that with these children? So uh, I've been urging folks to contact Children's Services and see how you can help mm-hmm. with uh, shopping or donating, whether it's toys, financially, uh, whatever it may be, and I'm I'm planning on doing that myself. So uh, you have the number there over to the right of the soundboard on the pat notepad on the counter. Oh, I see it. Yeah. So if the you phone could give number, out that. the phone number that Scott's referring to for Athens Children's Services. You can also go to their website, which is, without any spaces, AthensChildrenServices.com. But the phone number, of course, area code 740 
then 592-3061. So 3061. Yeah. Please do. Please share and help make a child's life a little brighter on Christmas morning. Um, I contacted Otis Crockran, who is the uh, director there now, and asked him what we could do here as a radio station to help kids in our community and kids at the Athens County Children's Services. And he was quite pleased uh, with us reaching out to him to see what we could do to help to spread the word to thousands, uh, you know, that we could just flood Athens County Children's Services with donations, whether it be toys, gifts, uh, financial donations. It all helps to make a child smile. So please consider doing that, and thank you so much for doing so. Cool. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't want to bring us all down, but let's talk a little bit about COVID. We have to. We don't want you to get lax or careless or anything like that. Here in Athens, we now have 50.89% of our people vaccinated. State of Ohio has 58% vaccinated. The state the United States, 70%, almost 71%. And uh, so really, we we ought to be doing better here than we are. But uh, we'll just leave it at that. In um, Let's see here. We have uh, we had 14 new cases yesterday, bringing our total here in our county to 8,414 cases. But 8,004 have recovered, and of that 400 different. Almost 300 of them are in the hospital. So that means 100 are recovering at their homes. In Athens, we've had a total of 97 deaths. And I guess that's, um, that's everything there. Let's do the state of Ohio. We have 11.7 million people living in our state. Um, our cases. We've had 1,731,000 cases since this began. Currently, there are 146,790 146, active cases, of which 10,890 require ICU treatment, that's intensive care, 
76,886 need to be in the hospital, but not in an ICU. The balance recovering at home. As I said, we've had a total of 1,731,000 1, cases. 1,584,000 have recovered. 1,000, that is. Statewide, 26,851 deaths. Incidentally, there have been no new deaths in the last two days. The United States. In the U.S., we have 333 million people living here, which represents about four and a quarter percent of the world's population. First case was uh, February 5th of 20. As of yesterday, we have had 49,969,856 cases. So, 35,065 were new yesterday, new cases. There were 155 new deaths yesterday in our nation, bringing the total death count to 808,763. Now, while I said we've had 49,900,000 or so cases, right now the active number is 9,637,520, which is to say 39,000. No, no, I keep getting the thousands and millions mixed up. Let's start this again. Forgive me uh, for confusing you. 39,525,000 have recovered. The last chunk would be the world itself. We've got 7.8 billion people living in our world. First case was in November of 19. The world has had a total of 266 million cases. Just yesterday, we had 420,000 new cases. Um, of, of that huge figure, though, how many are active? 21 million. 100. Wait, 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 wait. I got the wrong number. Hang on. Let me get the right. No, I did do it right. 21 million. 
145,696 are active cases. 239,000 plus have recovered. Keep up the good work, folks. Please. Hey, Prohibition. Today's December, what, 6th? Yes. Did you realize that on the date of December 5th, 1933, Prohibition ends? I did not. Okay, now what was Prohibition? There was a period of time where... People were told they could not not enjoy alcohol, right? Is that a safe way of putting it? Pretty much, yeah. Could not purchase it. They enjoyed it with the bathtub gin factories everywhere, but a lot of people got sick from drinking that stuff, too. Well, anyway. They just couldn't buy it. December 5th, 1933, Prohibition ended imagine there was a party that night. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was all that about in the first place? Do you have any recollection? Well, it was um, spearheaded by a group of evangelicals uh, saying that there was way too much drinking going on in the country. And a uh, group of... Uh, Christian ladies uh, bound together, bonded together, and approached uh, Congress about that. And it took them a few years to do it, but they finally got it done because of uh, the ab- abuse of alcohol that was happening in the country at that time. That's the gist of it, if, okay. if I recall correctly. Let me see. The, me pro- see what I can the prohibition barred the manufacture and sale of intoxicating liquors in order to ensure that there was enough food while World War One took place. Okay. Well, anyway, um, there's probably several different stories behind it. Yeah, it started uh, um, January 17th, 1920. So really, only lasted two years. Well, no, that actually, it ended in 1933, didn't you say? No, 21. Wait a minute. You're right. You're right. This date of the printing is never mind. Yeah. So it was like uh, thir- <laughs> like, a, like years. it ended yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's do something else here. Okay. I, 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 I want I want you to bring us up to date on the sports activity of the week. All right. Well, where I do can, we I start? I can't help you much. All right, that's okay. Um, the Ohio men's and women's basketball teams were both victorious Saturday. Did you attend? I went to the men's game. Okay, they hung on. For I meant to go to the women's game, but we just got tied up with other duties. Yeah, that that must have been a pretty good game. I did not go. 78-75 was the final. Yeah, we just, um, there were times we were far more out in the lead, but um, toward the end it it got narrowed. Yeah, and also the uh, Lady Bobcats were victorious. 
98-89. to 89. Uh, They are off to a pretty good season this year, as well as the men. Uh, Lady Bobcats now stand at 4-2 and two overall. And uh, I think the men are pretty close to that. Maybe a couple more wins. Uh, they are 6-2. and two. Now the men play next, I believe. Uh, where do they go next? They go to Stetson, which is in Florida, for a game on uh, Saturday at 3 o'clock. And then a week from this Wednesday, the Marshall Thundering Herd comes to town to take on the Bobcats in the Convocation Center uh, Wednesday at 7. So that's the next home game. Uh, the Ohio State men's basketball team, they had a pretty good week. They defeated number one Duke, uh, I believe it was Tuesday night this past week. And then uh, they held on to, well, I shouldn't say held on, but kind of last night. They defeated Penn State uh, by, I think, 12 points at Penn State. Uh, so we are an affiliate of the Ohio State Football and Basketball Radio Network. And uh, we say congratulations to all three of those teams. High school basketball started this past weekend. Uh, the college football bowl schedule is set now. Uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes will be playing in the Rose Bowl at uh, 5 p.m. on January 1st against a very tough number 11-ranked Utah who thrashed Oregon twice this year, and Oregon defeated the Buckeyes this year in game number two. Uh, so the final four is set with uh, number one Alabama taking on the University of Cincinnati, the first school of a, that is a non-Power 5 team from a non-Power 5 conference. They will play number one Alabama in the Cotton Bowl. Number two Michigan takes on number three Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Both of those games on New Year's Eve. And then the national championship is January 10th in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. Once again, folks, it's raining now. And as I look at my graphic here in front of me, it looks like all week we're going to have some rain at one time or another. Yeah. So um, make the most of it, Yep. won't you? Bengals had a tough loss yesterday, too, I might add. Yep. Joey uh, hurt his uh, pinky, right? Yeah, he's pretty swelled up there, but he played the entire game. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what's if it's broken, dislocated, what, but knowing Joe, he didn't want to come out of the game. So, tough loss for the Bengals. Folks, uh, I have not looked ahead to see what we've got coming up. Um, I think we have the mayor Thursday. We have the mayor Thursday. That's what it is. And then the following week we have uh, Betty Young from Mohawking College. So, um We'll have a show this week as well as our regular stuff. Be good out there. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H FM's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Another COVID first in New York. This morning, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced a COVID vaccine mandate for all private employers. He tells NBC. We in New York City have decided to use a preemptive strike to really do something bold to stop 
the further growth of COVID and the dangers it's causing to all of us. Vaccine mandates at restaurants in New York will be extended to indoor diners as young as five. New Omicron-inspired COVID testing restrictions kicked in at U.S. airports today for travelers flying in from abroad, among them John Roan at Seattle's SeaTech. I've never been too worried about it one way or the other. You know, 